You definitely have uh, fake people um, <laughs> pretending to be you. Um, <laughs> I have gotten um, at least I three, so I would say three fake profiles of you. Um, yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? And then they'll DM me and be like, hey, do you want to talk about spirituality or something like that? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think I never would have to work because I'm like, I don't talk like that. I don't say, hey, Grand Rising. Right, Grand Rising. <laughs> but it's gotten some people that, you know, may may not know me, like, conversationally as often. And if they had introduced to me through that page, I could see how it gets them. And I just because it got some people that I'm like, I feel so bad. I, I have to like, <laughs> I, I always want to like try to announce like, listen, I don't talk like that. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, say I could read your energy <laughs> tonight. Yeah, somebody definitely getting catfished, yo. And if you are, yeah. listen, she's not, she, you might need Neve and Neve is going to call her just to let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> Neve Somebody is going to call up. her. <laughs> that was a good time in TV. I will. I will. I would be I would be down for that if that was the only good thing the spam pages got. <laughs> Listen, meet Neve. <laughs> if you really real enough, all the rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Hey, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Hey, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. Hey, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Hey, we gonna win in. We gonna, we gonna, I gotta give it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Peace, everybody out there in the music airways and on Spotify, Rumble, wherever you get your podcast from. We're actually, I'm not on Rumble yet, so I shouldn't even mention that. I am not on Rumble yet. And everyone that listens to me, no, I'm not on Rumble. So I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> that was very weird to say that i was thinking about rumble all day that's why because i'm thinking about whether i should join or not but i want to make sure i get my fan base bigger than than just that and i don't think i'm ready for that anyway that was random i have aura lewis <laughs> <laughs> with me today how's it going aura it's good how's it going with you very 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 well um we literally were like rescheduling like it's insane this summer no <laughs> never landed the right way but you know what we're here now <laughs> right <laughs> but that's because like you do a, you, you know you're very busy as well too so it's like yo like yeah. i had i was just dealing with my shit and everybody is going on with their pursuits and stuff like that and i'm over here with my mm -hmm. drama Get kicked out of the apartment. <laughs> they finally coming back to the department and then all this shit. And like, <laughs> I'm seeing everybody create, and I'm just like going through it this summer. And all this stuff. 
But you know, life is cycles that way. Because I feel like when we're all on the side of that, we see that from the inside out, we see it that way for other people. Like they're getting to do that and like, right. holding it. yeah, it happens, but it always comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, you have two blogs we're, and then you're also a singer. I was trying to find your music. You haven't, you don't have any uh, music out yet, but I have seen you and I, I saw you at Kumba Clip back once. Okay. And actually, maybe probably more than once, but I was like <laughs> in the background, stuff like that. And then, like, I know that you're always outperforming. So, like, are you in a band or do you like, you, you have like your own groups? So um, I'm starting to do more performances now. I'm getting into it, finding like, you know, my stage style and like how I can get more comfortable. Um, I would love a band. I'm working on that at this point, like finding people that I can jam with. So it's really about building that musical relationship and finding the people that I would connect with. Um, But I don't have a band yet. Um, I do have music coming out soon. I've been doing covers and yeah, performance, right. yeah, performing at like shows and things like that for a little bit now, um, just to kind of, you know, get myself out there and get used to that. Um, right. But the record, the music is on the way. That's that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, um, one one comparison I could think of, like when people talk about like uh, rappers that freestyle and stuff like that, a lot of mm-hmm. them their flows be, be is curated because they practice off of or uh different beats and stuff like that um it's it's in, in learning different different rhythms and stuff like that which makes their flow i'm talking about the real freestylist by the way i'm not talking yeah. about like <laughs> i don't even want to name anybody because they just yeah. suck. but anyway <laughs> i love the fact that here in connecticut like we have a, a straight up great cover band scene I mean, for 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 people that um that are trying to do original music mostly, right? De- it definitely is a different a different um market, I will say. Um, yeah, being someone that has dabbled into that realm um, strongly, <laughs> but <laughs> Connecticut loves cover music, and I feel they like do a lot of great opportunities. Just <laughs> yeah, learning off for that, right? <laughs> Yeah, and like you're saying, you definitely have that, you know, deep, you know, understanding of people want to hear music that they connect with and that they're familiar with while also trying to get to know a new face. So that's a great way to do that, like to introduce, you know, what you like to listen to, what, how you hear the sound, you know, what jumps out to you and your interpretation of it. And you can connect with people that way in the audience and see who else resonates with that. You know, it's fun. Right. And, and, and like, um, there's, there was these places I used to go to where you saw a lot of that great energy and then original mm-hmm. bands would come around like, um, in Greenwich, but there's something so much more better people, um, freaking cool, <laughs> but backs, freaking, yeah. uh, poets realm and shit like that. Oh, and I'm just trying to go over there. <laughs> Yeah, no, shout out to Kumba Kickback, shout out to, you know, R&B podcast, because, like, they definitely do create a lot of those spaces for artists to, you know, come with original music, or you can come and show your artistic style with, you know, some of your favorites. I think that's a, those are some of the great spaces that I've been using to cultivate, you know, my stage presence and getting comfortable, and Poets Realm is a 
perfect place for that. Perfect, yeah. Right, right. I know I've been there a few times, and, like, I get mad that I don't be able to make it. Well, like at least once a month out of there, but when I do get there, it's just always great vibes, you know. And you can learn yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. There's so many people in that group that you could just pick their heads off of, like you know, Latif, yeah. Denzel, mm-hmm. um, man, great people. people you- <laughs> when you go there, you meet some new people too, and you find out like. You know, based on what they perform that day, you connect with them a little bit. So it's a good space to go to people you know and you're familiar with, and to meet people new too. Right. And are you are you originally from Bridgeport as well? Yeah. Well, so I've been in Bridgeport for a while. I before Bridgeport, I came to Connecticut like I believe about second grade. So yeah, it was like Bridgeport mm. at this point. Home is like home for me and then before that was the bronx and then you know i was born in jamaica <laughs> oh word, so word. yeah shout out to yeah. the bronx shout out to jamaica yeah that's yeah. jamaica yeah <laughs> shout out to jamaica man i i, I would do a video one day on how much i appreciate jamaica <laughs> just being jamaica <laughs> they've they've been they've been very stirred lately and i love it but that's a different conversation <laughs> Yeah, a lot I love on. it when they stick it to the white man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're stepping it up. Yeah, I'm very proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's that's dope. That's dope, and that 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 expresses that shows exactly just how much um like how much for the culture that she represents, which I respect so much of. Because we need a lot of that, you know what I mean? Especially especially in Bridgeport, like you know, like. Uh, I grew up in Bridgeport, born and raised, and stuff like that. And there, there's a, there's a scene that's finally growing there that wasn't there when I was a kid. Like it fell off, and yeah. and I'm glad when I hear about how they're like trying to do all these uh, arts initiatives in Bridgeport now. This is this is nothing you see in New Haven, really. Right? New Haven has <laughs> a lot of uh, more community. To, to do I mean there's a lot of great things uh, but it's Yale it's fucking Yale Yale just takes over a lot and yeah but Bridgeport doesn't have Yale so Bridgeport is at a better place <laughs> it's already starting very good yeah no, um I agree I think like a lot of the things that I see is in fact that frustration like we grew up not having those spaces so those same people are like let's create that let's kind of Right. Um, build that same space we were looking for at that time. So. Yeah. And um, th- they have like these housing initiatives for artists as well, too, that they do. Like, if I ever hear about that, you have it. Jesus Christ. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. So, I, I, you also have been a part of, I saw that you also were a part of a few projects online as well, too, um, where they, like music videos or photo shoots or um what do you mean like um like when i do live shows or... like you did like uh oh there were live shows i thought you was like doing like music videos and stuff like i saw you posting in the grass and everything i was like yo oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah so that's uh for my upcoming single um oh. I shot with Rhea, an f- amazing photographer, um, female photographer. She 
made it so comfortable. She directed and guided, you know, because for me, it's a little hard <laughs> to visualize myself sometimes. So you need that person to kind of guide you on what you should be doing. Um, she was perfect for that. The energy was great. She was so warm, so sweet. Um, and then Eric was there as well. He was my MUA that day and also like my support because I needed that. <laughs> and That's also did me was a lot of the eye behind like the uh, behind the scenes video stuff. So shout out to him for that. Elevated by Eric. Right, right. He would definitely did a lot of that, yeah. Where was that? Because I saw there was a lot. Of, oh, man, my local. Go away. What was that? Because I saw there was a lot of, um, like, was that like a, gra- like, near Buller Havens or, like, anywhere near no, Bridgeport? Or? It, um, some spot in Westport. It's some magical place oh, wow. that we found. Uh, and it's one of her favorite locations. And I sent her right. my mood board and exactly what I was looking for, what I wanted for the feel. She was very open to that and even listened to the song to kind of get what I would want. And she was like, I know the perfect spot. And we Wait, went so you've got it. Your song's out now or? No, it comes out Friday. Um, but oh, okay. she's, she's very hands-on with the way she likes to think of what the, um, the person would want. Right. So along with the mood board, she, yep. or if I was willing, you know, to send the song and then that way she could kind of, put together in her mind a fusion of my ideas and her ideas. So it was really fun. Yeah, that was a stupid question I just asked. I was just excited <laughs> to hear some music from you. No, <laughs> like, of course she would hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I didn't think of that myself, to be honest. I, I thought just like the mood board, you know, um, this is like my second shoot in a professional manner. And both of them are phenomenal, very great. Um, and I just, for me, I didn't know all the processes and the steps, and she was very clear and very helpful with that. So the idea for the song, you know, it helped make me feel comfortable with what she was trying to help me bring to life with that. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's dope. That's dope to have a photographer like that, you know? Yeah. Cause, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are we uh, overlapping a little bit? A little. This will be yeah. the edit part. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, get you, get yourself together, internet. No, yeah. continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that should be coming out on Friday, um, September second. What's it called? Uh, it's called Talk to Me, and it's about like you know when you're frustrated with a partner or a person, and you're just trying to get through to them so you're kind of on that line of working it out maybe we should talk it through or maybe not i don't know <laughs> i feel that yeah it's such a tough line now i'm thinking about my past <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want i wanted to trigger you guys like bring us some feelings like, <laughs> i really want you to connect with like, but i don't want to trigger nobody <laughs> right 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 <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. You're gonna have a music video out, and um, so this is gonna be your first official single. Yeah. Well, not a video. We're I'm working on a video um, with my friend. Oh, sorry. It was only a photo shoot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, In my the- brain. <laughs> the video is a hopeful. I'm very hopeful for that. Yeah. Um, but still working on that. 
um, mood board as well. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now, let's talk about the first blog. Um, yeah. the, the crafting, the crafting creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you I, I need <laughs> to read up into your blog. I'm sorry that I haven't. Um, That's okay. I'm, I suck at that i should have been fucking known i'm usually good at these things before i bring people on like i bring people on that i know that are interesting and great and give out some very good knowledge and information um but sometimes i miss all their works (laughs) it's a lot it's like damn it it's a lot yeah but how did you so I used to do um a lot of different paganism back in the day. I used to be very spiritual and all that stuff. And I think I I actually am still in a way, but in like a different way. Like it's more ancestral and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like what 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 is this blog about and um the message that you want to bring out with this blog? So um the crafting creative kind of started and Um, like a anonymous page and I wanted to it to be focused on seeing black people um, in this space that we don't normally see as centered or in a human variety like we see a lot of times is if we are dabbling with magic it's because it's evil or we're doing revenge or being Mm. harmful um my oldest sister was a big part of that journey for me. She's such a, a open person. Like she's open to people of all kinds of beliefs. And she was very into the idea that, you know, all of these religions are kind of speaking to the same thing. And it's just, everyone finds different tools of meeting God or meeting who they worship. And, you know, so for me, it was, she was one of the first safe spaces to have that exploration of the questions or doubts that I had with some things about Christianity. Like I do hold Christianity deeply in my heart. Cause of course I was raised on that. That's a very Caribbean thing. Like that's a, yeah. it's no choice, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's thing. a pastor, so I totally <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. Some of my, Friends, yeah, their family was of the church. They had churches and things like that. So for me, having that kind of safe space to do that is amazing. Um, she helped me like any, especially because for me, I was all into like that kind of stuff anyway. Fairies, mythology. I like those kind of stories. So I was introduced to a lot of those cultural differences, I guess, through that. And then it kind of got mm-hmm. me questioning a lot of things and or rethinking a lot of things and aligning different beliefs together. But of course, you know, for black people, it's hard to, you know, direct your lineage and find your cultural practices, especially for Jamaica. Like they call it obia and obia is a negative word. It's a very bad thing. But obia used to just be a word to called spirit or spiritual practice and um it like when it got out loud in that time it kind of the demonization of it came along with the outlaw and the making sure that cultural practice wasn't like a big jamaican thing um but jamaica is like out of many 
So like a lot of our practices are indigenous, you know, um, native people there. And it could also be a bunch of touchstones from different parts of the world and how they came together, especially through slavery. So a lot of Was our the indigenous people, their name airwalks. Sorry to cut you off. I yep. just wanted to know the name. They were airwalks. Yeah. Okay. Airwalk or Tainos. I guess there was evidence. Tainos and airwalks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So a lot of that is lost in like the connection and the, you know, for me, a goal would be to kind of make a book for the Jamaican people that has all of those things and like tying it back to its original practices. Cause even people who aren't spiritual or like when you go to Jamaica, you just feel that you feel like everyone's at peace and there's this tranquility, even though there's a lot of things going on, but mm-hmm. spirituality mm-hmm. is a, is a background there. So. And I mean, it's a beautiful Island. Um, mm-hmm. You could get lost in that beauty. Yeah. But yeah. when, you know, there's conditions, it could change it. But it I could definitely change. see. Yeah. And I think even out of hardship is what, you know, made Jamaica really rely on a lot of their beliefs, too. And it kept them right. strong. So my parents were also very much that duality. My mom's very Christian. My dad's raised Christian as well. But also because he's from the country, a lot of those practices um, were still you know, synonymous, like with mm-hmm. Christianity, which is a lot of, you know, other country stories as well. Like even with the idea of hoodoo evolving from having to have that union. Um, mm-hmm. So the blog kind of started from this, I'm searching for that. Like I'm trying to find what fits for me. And sometimes there was things with Christianity or at least how it's taught that I had trouble with. And I just didn't mm-hmm. find, um, the piece that I was looking for with just that, but with a lot of the mm. tools that I have now um, and, and learning more about Afro spirituality and the roots of Christianity and what works for me, I found like a more peaceful set of tools for me. Um, oh, still, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, look, I definitely hear you on spiritual journeys. That's something similar that I have as well, like been through. Um, I used to like get mad at my parents and be like, yo, black people originally wasn't Christians and just, just, just <laughs> yell at them and say that. But I'm just like, yo, that's not nice. <laughs> it isn't because they're so tied to it and they understand it. Like it was the yeah. need to assimilate was more important. And those kind of things, like when people feel like you don't praise their same God, that's a huge red flag for them. And it's very right. hard for people to coexist when they feel like their religious beliefs are very separate. But I don't know. My mom was very much, she didn't like a lot of those things, even though our family had things like, you know, everyone hears about the family member who has dreams that come true, or they would mm-hmm. tell you things to eat and do. Like they tell you these things that are, mm-hmm. they, what they would call ovia, but it's it's kind of like a natural family thing that they pass down instead of right. seeing it negative. They kind of found a way to give it like a natural healing perspective, and I think that's how my mom could deal with a lot of that. Um, she still doesn't mm-hmm. love a lot of the things that I dabble in, like tarot and things like that. Um, but yeah, she- I used to read tarot too. I could still read it. <laughs> Do you yeah, make, it's a, do you like do readings for people? 
Um, not like for sale or anything like that. I do like some mm. friends, especially in the beginning, I was doing it to learn how. So I would have friends if they were willing, you know, if I could do readings for them. So the blog was kind of that way too. I would share my readings because obviously I didn't have a lot of friends or like black friends that mm. were super into that. Uh, so right, the blog right, right. was base. Yeah, it, it helped me be more comfortable in the things that I believed. And then I felt like I wanted to share that, find other people that I could connect with. And then for other people on their journey, like this is the mindsets that I had to go through and let me try and save you some time or, you know, give you a little <laughs> piece of that to, you know, learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah. I used to say, I used to, I used to uh, get paid doing tarot readings. It was like my little side hustle, like, Ah. though it was only for like six months like i did readings yeah. and stuff and like i had little menus like three card reading full celtic cross reading all that stuff like that what like, i did a say- reading with my partner once and we freaked each other out we were all drunk that night though so i don't really remember <laughs> half of it so <laughs> i get that i do a lot of drunk <laughs> <laughs> wait what um, were you going to say earlier sorry i cut you off I was going to say, if you have a favorite tarot card, is there one that jumped out at you a lot? Because I know people say say that as they're learning it, they get a card that kind of jumps out for them more often than others. I did. I have my tarot (laughs) deck still, actually, in my my nightstand drawer. Okay. I got to see that. I wish I could tell you off the back. I wish I could tell you right off the back, actually, what card I saw a lot. (laughs) <laughs> it has something me, to do with the um the sticks. I forgot which number though. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know yeah. it was a stick one. Okay. What's your sign? Which one did you see? I'm an Aries, so I'm one I'm I'm the people that everybody hate. So <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not gonna tear down some Aries. I've had some stories. <laughs> But you know they're they're very fiery, passionate people. I get that. You know, I think the the hey, we didn't ask for Hitler to be an Aries. We did it. Like the Aries crew literally was like, "Bro, nah." We Hitler was an Aries. Why would you put that out? Yes, he was. Oh gosh, (laughs) it's the biggest embarrassment for all Aries and all Aries culture. Like I feel like it's the reason why. (laughs) Admire Aries passion and like their drive and you know their spirit like and i think the same way with libras versus sister signs i think i, I oh, admire libras. the forthcoming of you guys yeah i love that a lot word 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 <laughs> okay yeah you know because i always get mad about that when people trash on me they're like bro you're aries you're yeah. a libra yes i am yeah which month was that <laughs> Um, so I'm it, it goes like the end of August into September. So I'm September 24th. Okay. Well, September into like about Octo- early October. Depends on yeah. Oh, okay. Where looking at that's my favorite uh favorite favorite uh month. I love October. It's, it's beautiful. Like the leaves, <laughs> that stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what 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 card do you do you mostly see when you do your tarot readings for yourself? Mm. I see the star card a lot. Um, wow. 
Dark Heart is kind of like, you know, after everything's falling down with the tower card and like you're in that place of picking the pieces up, there's the star, it kind of lights the night again. It's a reminder, mm-hmm. you know, things get better. <laughs> Just keep your eye on them. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, I get that that, a lot. That's dope. It's a good card. You get that a lot? Wow, you should get like a tattoo. Like, <laughs> I, d- I do want a tattoo um, of a tarot card, but I've also been having some people who have a better mind of that you shouldn't get tattoos of tarot cards. I don't know. Oh, really? Where oh, I've shit. landed. Don't listen to yeah. me. No, but my sister has one too, and I, I still want one. But I'm, I think I want to find a way to make sure it's like, <laughs> like I'm not giving a symbol that I want to live the rest of my life. Yeah, like the time. Yeah, true. Yeah, all trouble, like I don't want all trouble. But um, right. Yeah. No, and it's interesting that you said the wands because as a fire sign, the wands is a fire right. thing, and that's a passion creative person. So that's good. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> God damn. Because, like, all right, the reading I had, it said that I was going to, like, um, have this great passion, which I said was music, and then I'm going to be lax with it and then have to be reminded to get back into it. Oh. And that's why I got mad. That's why I got <laughs> mad. Because I was just I like, so what are they yeah. trying to say? <laughs> and it's already happening right now. Like, <laughs> But again, it's the flow. I don't think anybody can focus. Well, we can put all of our attention to something that we do love, but there's going to be moments where your focus shifts a little bit and you got to find that. Again. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I, You're the I'm the first ex- person I told, by the way, I haven't mentioned this on a podcast at all because I was too That's pissed off. Right. So there it is. Ah. What is that? So I haven't seen you live yet. I've seen like some of the people that you've played with. When when yeah. do I get the pleasure to see you play or perform? Uh, probably, 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 probably in the winter time. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know because I'm, I'm trying to see. I got you. Actually, I should talk about this because I know some people follow me because of music and stuff like that. So, if you're listening <laughs> to this, um, if you There's notice no that way. I have not been performing, shouts out to Alicia who was one of one of, one of my homies that, that enjoyed my performance and stuff. And <laughs> I I just been an emotional wreck and stuff. And Get I'm going to come back. I just, this has been a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been a yeah. whole summer. Not 21 mm. summers, but one whole summer. <laughs> Listen. Um, but no, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. And then we got some songs. I literally got off the phone with the lead singer yesterday. That's that's what's hilarious. We got some writing projects we're about to get into. So I'm going to come back. That's good. You're excited. Yeah. You're ready. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for bringing that up. You know what I mean? Because I literally just felt like everybody just forgot about me. No. My song is literally the biggest song in the band right now. <laughs> God damn. That's good. 700,000 plays, motherfucker. Hey. 700,000. <laughs> 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 I, I honestly I think sometimes I worry with how fast like online is even with the blog right. like you worry that you know people say it shouldn't matter but it's, everyone cares a little bit <laughs> like you you want to yeah. no one wants to be forgotten in that manner at least in, by your peers and things right and, I mean I still get musicians uh texting me and calling me like yo you want to come jam and stuff and I'm just like yeah, we wait on you. Yeah, 
I'm like, the line is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still you know, getting welcomed in. Like. It's all in our heads. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You're right, Aura. This must be a sign <laughs> right here. It's like it's a sign. Get your shit together. <laughs> You're like she's That's like, y'all. I'm dropping my single Friday, homie. Like, what you doing? Like, you need to get there. <laughs> Please, get no, that. that was a journey. That was a whole... <laughs> my the person who helped produce it, Jay, amazing, a coach right. through the whole thing. Because there's a lot of times I really would want to give up and quit and just be frustrated or you get into those creative ruts, things like that. Um, or I'm right. like super perfectionist. So I have to like learn to be happy with what I have and like be willing to, you know, you, you can't be perfect all the time and you have to, you can't wait for perfection to do. You can do the best you can, of course. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. a journey. It, you know, journeys are real, man. Mm-hmm. Journeys are fucking real, especially just past COVID and stuff like that. Like that was crazy, but hopefully we yeah. get it better with, with these damn mo- monkey pox. I won't be seeing a lot of people with. It. Hopefully that's that's like uh, eradicated very soon. Because <laughs> I agree. Because I'm <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's right. You made a post. You was like, yo. So like, I need to figure out. How can I greet people without giving them hugs? It's strange, like because I, I'm a, and I'm a hugger. I like to hug and I, right. I like to meet people that I care about. But then you're like trying to meet sense with like what's going on, and you forget because obviously we're human. We this is a new thing for us, you know. I still always want to go in, so sometimes it's a little awkward when you like both of you remember what's going right, on. Right. <laughs> So it's Especially like, when you we, get like in the mood, like oh, it's, it's going to be a good night, and you're just like, I'm hugging everybody. What's up, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right, coming in with all the positive. You're like, oh, I can't even. Yeah, it's bring different. in the vibes. Let the vibes come in. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, honestly, we might end up doing like that bow, like how how they do in Japan and stuff like that, where everybody bows at each other. It's the resurgence of all of that stuff. You're gonna see a lot of ear kisses, especially if the monkey pops <laughs> up. You're gonna see that. That's gonna be a big thing. <laughs> God, what a crazy world we live in right now. Monkey mm-hmm. pops. Like, did they run out of names? Like, they could have did something better than that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I want to look it up and see like what is the reason why it's called monkeypox. But we're not, we're not, we're not saying it does not exist. I, I have to do this because of Facebook and uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> we're not saying it does not exist. We are not it giving out no health instruction. We want to the origins, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we just want to know what is the point of why it's called monkeypox. Just for everyone out there, that's like, oh, we have to flag this because they're giving out medical. I got in trouble for that, and I, I got in trouble for that for bringing it on doctors. Like, excuse me, like you would think <laughs> of all the people we ask, but this right. is a different. Word. The the CDC who we should be asking for help. It's just like I don't know, <laughs> right? It's, it's Different thing. Let's go into the next topic, so we so I don't get myself in trouble again and get demonetized. <laughs> um, because <laughs> that is that's still I'm a just... touchy goddamn issue. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Aura. 
that's your second blog. Um, by the way, you're the first blogger I have had on. Like, people don't really, I don't, I don't really know that many bloggers, and I feel like that's still needed. Like, people okay. like editorials, people like reading. I like reading. I don't like reading I, out loud, but I like reading. <laughs> I think people like that. They like connecting with, um, you know, other people listening to what they feel, even if they don't right. agree, just kind of see what's out there. <laughs> right, right. So what is what is Look at Aura about? And by the way, guys, I'm going to have this all, uh, the links, I'll have them soon and put them in the... In the um... <laughs> no, that's okay. No, Look at My Aura was just more of like, I needed a backup page because a lot of um, scammers now feel like the new wave of <sighs> scammers have been duplicating like pages they see are like are pretty popular in a way and they kind of take your posts and act like it's wow. their and they'll DM your friends and ask about, do you want a reading? <laughs> Things like that. So um, in case of like me getting reported, I, you know, and um, certain posts that I did have, there were some uh, people who are super Christian or people, if I was LG, pro-LGBTQ on my page, like when you have more people looking at it, there's people who are like in the comments and spamming, reporting, things like that. Right. So I deal with needing a backup just in case um, I needed that. Uh, but it also for people who I guess are not as comfortable with the spirituality and not that I want to separate myself from both. I understand people have different things that they're comfortable with. And this is a little bit more easy for them to um, introduce themselves to me through that page, right. I guess. You definitely have uh, fake people um, <laughs> pretending to be you. Um, <laughs> I have gotten um, at least I'm three, so I would say three <laughs> fake profiles of you. Um, yeah. And I was just like, what the hell? And then they'll DM me and be like, hey, do you want to talk about spirituality or something like that? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking I never would have to work because I'm like, I don't talk like that. I don't say, hey, Grand Rising. Right. <laughs> but it's gotten some people that, you know, may, may not know me like conversationally as often. And if they had introduced to me through that page, I could see how it gets them. And I just because it got some people that I'm like, I feel so bad. I, I have to like, I always want to like try to announce like, listen, I don't talk like that. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, say I could read your energy tonight. Yo, somebody definitely getting catfished, yo. And if you are, yeah. listen, she's not, she, you might need Neve and Neve is going to call her. Just to let y'all know. Dean <laughs> is going to call up. her. <laughs> that was a good time in TV. I will, I will. I would be. I would be down for that if that was the only good thing the spam pages got. <laughs> was to meet Neve. <laughs> You'll be a victim, though. It'll be the person on the other side thinking that you're like their best friend or their, their fiance or something. Like that's the only thing that sucks about. I'd that. have to try not to be like smiling as hard as I am. Like I'm so, <laughs> but I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I reported that page for you. Um, I it had like twenty thousand views, Aura. Yeah, I mean, followers. Those, yeah, it gets bad. I saw some of them with like a lot, like, 
and even with a lot of my own friends. So I had to like personally DM them and kind of let them know to keep in mind. So I even have to put in both pages bio that these are the only pages that I have. But wow. even with the screen capture content, sometimes they still take that. And other people who may not know me at all, like from either blog or in person, they get mm-hmm. other strangers and that's the messed up part. <laughs> so somebody wow. the camera out there and I'm not scamming. Right. That's that's amazing. That's really amazing. I'm going to have to make yeah. that clip. This is going to be one of the clips that I'm going to have to shoot out on Instagram and stuff just to warn some folks just in case. Yeah. Like <laughs> It is needed. It's uh, in the tarot card community. It's a it's a nuisance for sure right now. But So you have like two different fan bases, basically, with your first uh, with, with your first blogger uh, account and then your second blogger account. You have two different uh, fan bases. So yeah, sort of. So with my craft integrative, I I tried to make sure it was like a reflection of everything that I was interested in. So even if it was through the lens of like magic or tarot or something that I see in art and music, it just kind of spoke to me with the spirituals. So if I saw like a model who did like a really dope shoot and that kind of gave me that feel and it was a black woman, I loved like sharing that and showing that, okay, look, there's images of that and here's a space to find that where you're not having to go down Google page after Google page or a Tumblr. And that's, I used to love Tumblr for that because like Tumblr was a whole bunch of curated pages and um, kind of doing that with the crafting creative was kind of having um, just that, like reflecting in planting all these people, like different kinds of things. So I, I, I like to keep that like a multi media blogs i guess like with all the things that i'm interested but through a lens of spirituality whereas the other one is just kind of this is who you know me Uh, these are some of the things that i like to do (laughs) and it's music yeah so yeah that's that's dope that's dope i i have i have a i i have a done multiple pages and stuff like that too i know it's like and the fact that you're able to reach people and stuff like that with it my my, mind was just shenanigans so i'm just like look at you making an impact and and i'm just got shenanigans stuff like i had cats and other stuff but (laughs) people like cats too but not everybody but (laughs) oh no (laughs) that was my joke that was just a joke (laughs) i even when i first started it i said like 2019 and i I didn't expect any followers at all. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, it was like the height of like when those spiritual memes started getting really big on Instagram. So then right. like a lot of the celebrities started doing it. And one day I, I I was just sharing stuff. Like, you know, eventually some people in the tarot communities who was into all of those things, I would get those people following. But it was always still like, it was 100 or so, 200 you know, it's, it, was, it was a very slow climb. And then at one point I logged in and there was like all these notifications because I guess Sweetie had reblogged, repo- shared to her story one of the posts I had posted. That's wild, Sweetie. It, <laughs> yeah. But it was like a meme of someone That's else. That's my type, that girl? Yeah. And <laughs> I knew because somebody posted in the comments, like, Sweetie shared your post, girl. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> So from things like that, and those like things would happen like randomly or like 
pages that I admired that were spiritual pages would share some of my stuff or um, I would review books and blogs that I was, um, not books and blogs, books and like tarot cards or whatever I was using at the time. So sometimes even those people would reach out or share. So that's kind of how the build got over time. And a lot of black girls loving the, you know, seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really dope. That's really dope. Yeah. We're almost at the down to the hour, so I want I have I have like some fu- some not on topic questions, just like yeah. <laughs> okay. Will Smith. Um, we gotta always talk about him. Um, but Chris Rock, I talk about. Look, listen, guys, I'm gonna keep bringing up Will Smith because I wish y'all gave these war criminals the same shit that you gave him. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Chris Rock said that he's not coming back to uh, the Oscars um, because he got reinvited, and I'm just like, why the hell would he even go back anyway? Like, honestly, but yeah. Will Smith did an apology, um, and I want to know how you felt about. Did you see his apology? Like, what was your thoughts on on that? So I didn't see the apology only because I was feeling very defiant about it. I felt like he didn't need to. I was I I was so upset for him. I was like, the best thing I could do is he doesn't need to No, I watched that. <laughs> so <laughs> you know tell you, what's sad. Like he literally said that he he lives his life thinking about what other people think about him. <sighs> and I was just like, shit. Yeah. I don't want to be a celebrity because that just sounds like y'all are just you can't live without likes. Like, come on, man. I think it well, the hard part with being a creative is like to adjust and adapt, you have to get feedback. And it's the of not letting feedback break you or change the core of you. And that's very hard to do. So I can't imagine having millions of people tweet at you, your peers shunning you, and like right over something that they would do in their home or themselves or if they wouldn't that's fine but i felt like but the- these are rich people by the way we gotta remember <laughs> they already feel like they're the shit so yeah. but rich people be doing the rich things behind closed doors so right. back on the stage is the least of the things that they've seen i it's right. just the the performative upset that he got i i felt bad because i get it's not okay to just go up to hit people that's not right. cool but my mom also told me you know don't talk with your mouth can't you know cash mm-hmm. a check as they say you know you have to be able to it's a free country and you can say what you want but there's consequences to things that you say right and right we'll think yeah. that there's no consequences and you're dealing with someone who is very protective about his wife so i was I understood where he was coming from. I understood both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like all of the hate that he's not hate. I feel like all of the shutting of the doors to even they're closing his projects, like all of the movies that had sequels and yeah. well, he got some coming back finally, but yeah, yeah, they're definitely closing a lot. Like, I think it was, it was very extra, especially, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Ezra Miller. He's this actor. Oh, the kid from um the new Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Yeah, but he is a societal menace. Like, is- yeah, I heard he's a bad boy. <laughs> okay. I've heard, yeah. 
great actor, but I mean, he is like literally using his privilege to cross state lines, countries, and like his thing is bar fights. It's he's always in this bar fight with someone for no reason, wow. and the things that he says and does, there's no reaction in the same way that Will Smith got for a slap. And this guy is out there like beating up <laughs> random people, even his fans or like people who want to talk to him at bars. Right. But it's like, I, I, if you're gonna have that no violence thing against Will, you gotta like put it across the board. It's just, I don't know. I just think it was hilarious how you know, these rich folks were just on fucking, like, Twitter, like, I don't condone violence. Like, like with the pinky up. We yeah. colonize, but I don't condone violence. <laughs> and, and mind you, they had they had no care. They Most of them didn't know who Jada, you know, like, the black community, that's who we know. We revere mm-hmm. them. And a lot of the people who do know them, know them from after they were popular to them. And For them, it was always going to be about the performative person that they met. They wanted the Will Smith that wasn't from Philly. They didn't want Will Smith from Fresh Friends. They wanted Will Smith who does like the kids' movies. And that's what they're expecting. Aladdin and shit. (laughs) But he's a human being. And it's like, you keep talking junk about my wife in front of me. I mean, it don't matter where we're at. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not condoning what he did. I just feel like he should have spoke to Chris Rock at the end. But look, man, like, people react. People make decisions. And and this shit is crazy. Like, they could be wrong. They could be right. But look, like, that's just insane. So they just need to hash it out because they're both really great people to the black community as far as entertainers and honestly mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and then my other thing um because you you identify as bisexual right mm-hmm. so i saw and this irks me about let's just talk about our community right here this was this, was, this yeah. is the perfect time to talk about our beautiful black community. <laughs> accepting community, yeah. Our yeah, our so accepting community. You know, <laughs> I I gotta say, as 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 a fellow as a fellow LGBTQ member, um, I have been so vexed with what's been going on in social yeah. media, seeing people I know posting stupid ass shit, and, but you know, like, yeah, this whole. Like my my this is this is lawyer called named Reese. Um, she's an amazing lawyer, amazing beautiful black woman from uh, DC that has done a lot of great stuff. Um, and she was on uh, fault lines, and she was trying to basically uh, put LGBTQ affairs as separate from what's happened with abortion. Um, and I understand that it's mo- it's a it's about women's rights, and we all agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. We were pissed off when they came after abortion, but they they came. You don't think they're gonna come after gay rights as well, too? Like, mm-hmm. like, like it's just it's so it's so fucked up that we are so separate. I think um, anybody who thinks one policy should be primary over another, it's like how do you separate people's identities that way or what they're going through? You know, like if you can fight for it all, it's what it's, right. like, and it affects each other. There's really no separate um, right. 
separateness in that way. It's it's the illusion of separateness that keeps us fighting that way. And I think it's it's frustrating, like you said, seeing people that you know say things that are hurtful because sometimes they either forget that you're part of this community. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you're just looking I, I at them like yeah, it's when it's when they forget, like, and they say things around you, and you're kind of like, Oof. <laughs> you're like, okay, and 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 the hard part with things like that is you never want to seem combative, and you never want to seem like you're always fighting something, and when you have those intersectionalities, you have to learn to pick your battles because you'll be fighting all day, and you can't get through to people sometimes arguing with them. The only way you can do that is to show up as yourself mm. and when they're ready to ask questions you're there when they want to learn more you know i i understand some people don't want to have to be teachers to people that are oppressing them but unfortunately that's part of that right but it's just practicing the patience it's the it's learning to not react when i see those things or hear those right. things because, like, trans people get pregnant, too, no matter what they identify. It's not binary, yeah. trans male, trans female, whatever. Like, and and the Hint Parenthood was not just an outlet for women healthcare, but it's also an outlet for women healthcare and for LGBTQ healthcare. Mm-hmm. And it literally coincides. Like, even, even a birth control having estrogen in it, um, people need estrogen. So they ban, they brand uh, uh, the pregnancy pills, uh, if they ban the abort- the abortion bills, that means that they're also going to ban estrogen, and that it's means trans people can't slope. even get yeah. Like. It is. It is. Um, they with women, especially I being bi, I've I, I understand. I write a line that it's more accepting for women in a lot of spaces, especially the black community, like mm. to to be uh, fluid or bi. Um, so sometimes I think my struggle is finding women that I can be comfortable with and understanding that, you know, me being my doesn't mean I'm hitting on you. Or if I say right. she's in, like, I like this type of shape and you look like that, maybe it's still not like a little, <laughs> I'm not coming for you. Um, <laughs> like it, the idea that a lot of the things that straight women, um, like you were mentioning the birth control or the estrogen, um, even needing IVF or, Um, mastectomies, women who want to get augmentations to kind of give the look of what they've had to get rid of for certain treatments. Mm. All of these things fall under uh, gender gender, uh, confirming kind of treatments. And when they, those words are not familiar to what they use. So a lot of times when I see that they're like, oh, I don't want to support trans uh, gender affirming surgeries and treatments, those kind of things fall for women who are struggling with hormones or having a child. And they forget that intersectionality. Like when you yeah. say from trans people, you're actually cutting the nose to spite the face because eventually they can take that from you and they can justify that. Yeah. This is such a big deal that needs to like get like these struggles connect and there's women struggle. It's so important. It's so yeah. important, you know? And like it's it, it could be so much stronger if we can all embrace like every aspect, especially the black community, like every aspect of the identity, so we can fully grasp it. Cause 
I feel like there's so much division within that that makes it harder to just yeah. like like you can be mad at Supreme Court. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of cultural and societal training that you have yeah. to get. The biggest hurdle for me is getting people to listen to begin with. With the black community, we're taught, especially with religion that's not Christian or that could make the family seem like they're dabbling in something that's evil or whatever. They treat anything that's outside of what they want to acknowledge as literally they cannot see it. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to talk about it. And when you can't talk about something, energy can't move. It can't shift. You can't change mindsets with with not talking about something. Even if you don't have the right words, I think a lot of people are afraid to have conversations with certain, with people like us because they're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And right, right. And I totally get that because even for me, like me being bi doesn't mean I'm all knowing about LGBTQ. Exactly. Right. I don't know. (laughs) I'm learning and it's a journey for everybody. So I think just the biggest thing is I would love for our community to listen and to be willing to listen and listening to the people that are the ones being oppressed or telling you when something is wrong, because a lot of times people don't want to hear what they're doing wrong because they take it as a personal attack. Like you're saying that you're a bad person because you said this and that, or you have this mentality. And it's more of like, I'm trying to help you unlearn that instead of taking it as a personal attack, maybe open up to what you could, you know, learn. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, this was this was a great episode, and I hope I hope a lot of people enjoy this as well too. I would yeah. thank you so much for coming on, and I don't want to take any more else of your time. <laughs> no, we got to do this again, honestly. We're we're and and um <laughs> your your special's coming out. Not your special. Your your single's coming out this Friday. It is Friday, September second, and it will be on all platforms. Um, so the link I'll definitely get that to you. Um, and yeah, so De- definitely. <laughs> and um so guys definitely check out or lewis work um where i'll have all those links and stuff like that um this was this was really great thank you so much for coming on and it was such a journey uh we're rescheduling but we did it <laughs> and this is your first podcast by the way so how how, how did it how did it go <laughs> i great experience i feel like i'm meeting all the people that i need to go through certain um new experiences with with the most comfortable people like they make it such a great space and this is this is i enjoyed it i appreciate it thank you so much for coming out or and i hope you have a really good day you too well good night actually (laughs) everybody have a good day and thank you so much for listening i appreciate what you do because i do believe that the work that you're doing and so folks watching and listening please support support jamar you know because he and others like him are the linkage that allows all those parts of the parts of the body to communicate with each other, to interact with each other, to, to link with one another. Without this communication piece, we're just all doing our things separately. And so right. please support this platform, other platforms, uh, other people like Jamar who are doing this work because that's what we need to move this movement forward, grow it, build it, and eventually win. Oh, no.